Hey, it's Jill. So I think this is maybe the second time I have ever had an introduction to a solo episode. And just like the last time, the reason for that is that when I listened to the raw audio, I was like, you know, even I had trouble following me a little bit. So I explain in this episode in a minute, you're going to hear why um, I had to squeak out an episode very quickly at a time that I didn't expect to. And what I want to say is that as I listened back, I covered more than I planned to when I started talking. And so I think it will be really helpful to you as the listener for me to just give you a quick introduction with the three bullet points that you're about to hear because you won't see them coming because I don't know I'm going to say them until I say them because I just get into the flow and things just start coming to me. So ahead of time, I want you to know this is what you're going to hear. I'm going to talk about the idea that when obstacles show up, when we are attempting to do anything, what does it look like if we decide to, instead of responding to that as, ooh, this must be a sign I shouldn't be doing this, this must be opposition, instead responding to it with the script of, you know what, maybe this is just the universe giving me the opportunity to truly claim this thing as mine, to really own it. Maybe it's a little bit of a test. So that's the first. Number two the difference between expressing and explaining. What does that mean? How does it look? How does it show up? Why should we care? And number three, why it is such a gift and a challenge and why so many of us don't do it to be willing to be a beginner at something, to risk looking bad, to start fresh, start new, do something we know nothing about and risk being an amateur or even worse, why that's a really good thing. So first, again, looking at obstacles differently, looking them at them as an opportunity to really sort of test our commitment to something instead of as a sign to not do it. Number two, the difference between expression and explanation, expressing and explaining. And number three, being willing to try something for the first time to be a beginner and not be very good at it. All right, I hope you enjoy this episode. Love ya. There is nothing more inspiring than a woman being unapologetically herself. The answers are all in your heart. She's waiting, she's waiting, she's waiting for you to set her free. Welcome to BU Podcast. I'm Jill Herman and I am so glad you're here. I was broke, insecure, and craved approval. But with grit, hustle, and sacrifice, I still built a successful multi-million dollar business. 10 years in, burnout, I slowed down and looked inward. In that silence, I discovered that the same level of success could have come to me with much less effort and so much more joy. That's when I threw out the expectations of the world and chose to unbecome every single thing I thought I was supposed to be. And the real me was uncaged. It was far from easy. And in this podcast, I'll offer my entire journey as a roadmap so that if you're ready, you can finally be you. Hey, so... I am so happy to be back with you for our little solo episode. This is going to be a quickie. If you have not listened to our season opener, our season four premiere episode, which aired on Monday, last Monday with Kiki Herwitt, 
Oh my gosh, please go back. It's like over two hours and it's over two hours of goodness. I mean, she was willing to get so raw and so vulnerable. She shared a riveting, I mean, just like unbelievable story of healing, pain, transformation, grief. I mean, it was so good. But then we also took it in a lot of other directions just because we are girlfriends. And and as two women in their 50s, we talked about so many different topics that I know you will find really, really interesting and entertaining. Why do I know that? Because I'm hearing it from a lot of people. I've been posting the responses on Instagram if you haven't seen them. So many people reaching out saying, oh my God, it was so good, or I'm in the middle of it, or I'm going to listen to it a second and third time. So if you haven't listened, I recommend listening. I said on our three-year anniversary episode two weeks ago that the season opener, the first episode of season four with Kiki, I told you ahead of time, it was going to be so rich and so much to digest that it really could be the only episode of the month, and I meant it. And so that's why this one's going to be very, very light and bright. And the other reason this one's going to be brief is because I'm a little under the weather. If I told you all the things that got in the way of that uh, episode with Kiki, if I told you how many technical problems we had and how many times, poor Luke, hi, Luke, Luke, our editor, how many times he was like, uh, girls, uh, there's nothing there. Jill, it's empty. Jill, it cuts off at minute whatever. Jill, there's some sort of, issue with this. I don't know if there's a bad omen attached to it, but something's wrong. (laughs) It was awful. It took up so much time. And finally, when it was done, I was my message to the team and I was like, let's birth this damn baby. We're finally done. So my question to you is, when you look at things like that happening, do you look at that as a sign that you shouldn't be doing it? Or have you considered looking at it as maybe I'm being tested to see how badly I really want this. Because that's what I know it was for me. I told you in our three-year episode two weeks ago that I actually considered stopping the podcast at three years and going off and doing whatever and maybe coming back in a year, maybe not. I really considered that. And I chose not to. And when we make a decision about our life, Remember, the universe will respond to that and give us opportunity to really own that. If you say, I want to be more loving, okay, great. I'm going to give you a chance to be more loving and it's not going to be pleasant. I'm going to be fully committed to this podcast. Okay, ready, Jill? (laughs) Let's see if you are. That's what I believe happened. And so it was frustrating. It was annoying. And it made me realize that I really want to fucking do this, that I, I am not going to stop podcasting. I want to keep doing this. I will keep doing this. And was it a huge obstacle? No, not at all. But it was a series of little obstacles that were just annoying. It's like stepping on something sharp in the middle of the night. It doesn't like cut you or pierce your skin, but it hurts enough that you're like, shit, that hurt. It was like that like 15 times over the course of five or six days. So anyway, That's another reason why this one is going to be brief because I was so occupied with that that I forgot that I didn't have an episode loaded and ready to go. And the other reason this is going to be brief is is happy news on my end. I'm feeling a little sick, no fever, um, just like cold symptoms and tired, I'd say. And my husband 
called me and said, okay, I've got a surprise for you. I'm so glad you're feeling better because you need to be ready at whatever time. I'm talking to you right now. Oh, it's 111. I just get so excited when I see angel numbers. So I really do believe in angel numbers. So I picked up my phone and saw 111 just now, but it's 111 and I'm supposed to be in the car and ready to go at 2.30 p.m. And he didn't tell me where we were going because it was a big surprise. Well, I'm someone who likes being surprised because I think it's so thoughtful for someone to create something that is a surprise, but I also don't like not knowing what's going on. And I can be a little psychic and also I just pay attention. So it took me about 30 seconds to realize what we were doing. (laughs) I said to him, are we going in an airplane? No. Ooh, we're driving? Okay, interesting. Do I have to dress up? No, just like look cute. Like if it was like a date night. Okay. Can I wear heels? Because if I'm going to be standing or walking a lot, he goes, there won't be much walking. And I'm like, oh my God, if we are going to the pink concert. And then I said something really, really racy and X-rated about what he might get at the end of the night. If we were, he's like, well, we are. I was like, oh my God, I was screaming. And on one hand, I'm like, I don't know if I have the energy for this. I've been sick for two days. We are going to go to dinner, go to the concert, and then go to some, as he called it, swanky club. I don't know what that is after that. And then we have a hotel room and then we're driving back tomorrow. But I'm going to muster up the energy, let me tell you. So that's another reason. Sorry, not sorry. This has to be a little short because I didn't realize that was happening. And so I need to hurry up and squeeze something out for you so I can go get ready for the concert. I love Pink. If you don't listen to Pink, oh my gosh, the lyrics, I don't know who writes her lyrics, but they could be all put into a book, one big book. It's just beautiful, beautiful, beautiful lyrics. And I love her. I love what she stands for. I love the music. And I'm really, really excited. I don't know about you, but I'm not the kind of fan that like knows every word of every song. It's like some people measure like, how well do you know this artist or how big of a fan are you? Do you know all the words? I think that's such such just a crock of shit. Like, no, I don't know all the words, but I feel the music in my bones and every cell and I love it. So really excited. I've been listening to her for years and years and years and I'm going to my very first Pink concert. Okay, now what do I want to talk about? So what I wanted to talk to you about today is when you are creating something, whether it's a social media post, whether it's art, whether it's a meal for friends, whether it's the flowers in your garden, are you creating that from a place of expression or a place of explanation? Are you feeling the need to explain yourself when you make a post, when you do a podcast episode, when you decorate for the holidays, when you give gifts? When you get dressed and walk out into the world, when you decide what outfit you're wearing to that party, when you choose your hair, haircut, hairstyle, makeup, are you expressing who you are and letting that beautiful life force energy, that that creativity that only flows through you, by the way, are you expressing that and allowing others to see it? You're sharing it with the world, unedited, with no consideration of what it looks like because you're just letting it flow? Or is this merely a way for you to explain yourself so that you can be better understood, so that you can be accepted, so you can be safe and protected from critique, so that you can be good enough, so that you can be loved, so you can hide, so you can stand out? I just don't believe there's anything wrong with doing it for those reasons. 
I certainly have a hundred percent. I have, you know, done things to my house or landscaping or whatever, because I'm thinking about what other people will think of it, which is a form of explaining. Look, look, I'm good enough. See, I'm good enough. Just making sure everybody knows I belong here or I'm better than you. Just making sure everybody knows I don't belong here. I've done that for sure. But there's a real, I mean, very, very true and very distinct difference between expressing and explaining. When we are explaining, many times what's talking is our old stuff. I know the word trauma is used all the time. And there are people that roll their eyes like, oh, trauma, trauma, trauma. Use another word then. Old memories, sadness, grief, stuck energy, shit we don't even remember from when we were babies and toddlers. Many times when we are explaining instead of expressing, that's what's doing the talking. So this whole, you know, the whole purpose of this podcast, remember, is to remember who we really are, right? To peel back the layers, to look at the masks and be honest and say, okay, I am wearing masks. It's okay that I am, but I am. And this is why I wear these masks. And these are the masks that I wear. And being willing to set those masks to the side and excavate who we really are at our core underneath all the stuff, the layers and the gunk. And when we're willing to do that work, I mean, it's not for the faint of heart. I mean, it is... It's those who are courageous and brave who do this work. When we're willing to do that and remember who we really are, that expression, that creativity is so easy to tap into. And it comes out as expression instead of as explanation. It's almost like I would say, if you're thinking about it, you're not really tapped into your full expression. You're explaining. You know that feeling when you, when you get into that flow and that zone, even if you're just, let's say you're decorating a table for a holiday, you're having a dinner party, okay? Maybe it's even just your family coming over, but you're, you're putting the plates and et cetera out. Or maybe you're gardening or think of something that where you get into the flow of it and time just stands still or time just goes by so quickly you didn't even notice. You have no concept of time. When there's no thinking and you create something, then after that, you have the hangover and you go, oh shit, am I really going to post this? Oh shit, am I really going to let people see this? Right? That's your nervous system just trying to keep you safe. But before that, the part where you're expressing and creating, doesn't that feel so much better than when you're explaining yourself? To me, it does. I'm done explaining myself. I'm sure I'll slip back into it here and there, but I just don't live there anymore. I don't reside there anymore. I can't exist there anymore. I will never, ever, ever go back to that. And I so want that for everyone. A lot of you are 100% there too. And a lot of you are not. And you're hearing this, scratching your head, going either, what the hell is she talking about? Or, yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. It's too scary. The other thing I was talking about on Instagram was being willing to be a beginner. Are you willing to be a beginner? How many times have you been willing to risk looking bad? You don't really look bad, but risk and fear looking bad and being bad at something and being the new person 
and not knowing what you're doing, how many times have you been willing to do that? And how many times have you been willing to do it when it really mattered? I mean, like with something serious, like even like your career. Have you been willing to reinvent yourself and start over? No wrong answers here, but why or why not? Have you wanted to do that and you didn't? Why or why not? Would you ever consider doing that in the future? Why or why not? You get one life, one life, and you have no idea how long or short that life is. I know we know that, but it's worth reminding ourselves often. Are you going to keep explaining or are you going to start expressing? Are you going to be willing to do something new and not be good at it and and maybe even fail? Or are you going to keep yourself safe and small, protected and hidden, or perhaps protected and very seen? What if you decided to start completely over and do something different? I'm going to do something that scares me. You know, that's how I live my life. I have reinvented myself so many times, certainly not on a high horse here. If you are a new listener, trust me, I bear all of my shit and all of my ugly. Don't worry. This is something I am proud of. I have always trusted that inner knowing and that gut when it comes to what I'll do with my life. I went to nursing school at 27 years old and everyone questioned my decision. I got into sales and recruiting in the MLM world and everybody questioned my decision. I left nursing and I bet on me and went all in in that company and that business and everyone questioned my decision. I decided to go get certified as a trauma-informed life coach and have no plan whatsoever to become a coach and actually make money with it and people questioned my decision. I decided to launch a podcast and people questioned my decision. I decided to do it differently than other people and not try to monetize it and not have commercials and not be a part of a network with no explanation or understanding of why I was doing it that way other than my intuition was telling me that, which I believe is God, and people questioned my decision. I decided to declare that I would no longer be seeking goals, achievement, or even income after my husband sold his company. And I would become a stay-at-home mom slash wife, even though our kids were young adults and I only had two left at home and one was on the way out and the other shortly following. And people questioned my decision. So when I say this, I say it from experience. And I don't say it from a place of shoulding on you, that you should do that. I'm just inviting you to consider what it would look like if you did, even in, in, in the area of, let's say, exercise, artistic expression. It doesn't have to be your career. But how willing are you to start over, reinvent yourself, do something that you know nothing about, be really bad at something, have people question your decision? How often are you willing to do that? Why or why not? Nothing wrong here. But what's the answer? This would be great to journal about. First, move your body, move your body, move your body. Put some music on, dance. Feel into those questions. Feel into those questions. And then you sit down and just journal and watch it flow. And you'll know the answer. So the thing I'm getting ready to do that is scary to me is I have a women's circle. I am having a rose milk ceremony in my home, totally made up, on the 19th of November. And you might say, why wasn't I invited? I sent a text out to people in my local town where I live who I felt called to reach out to. had nothing to do with who do I like the best. It's, it's, 
I felt called to reach out to those particular people. And there were some that never even responded. There were some, a couple who said, oh, tell me more about this. I want more information. And I did not feel called to respond to them. No judgment. But if it was for them, they wouldn't have any questions. They would have just been a yes. And then others were an enthusiastic, immediate yes. Like I can't get there fast enough. And I said, I wanted seven people there. And then I said, well, actually I have room for like 11. And I ended up with 13. And it was completely filled in less than 24 hours. I'm sharing that because that may sound like that's the reason why it was a good idea to do it. No, that was confirmation that me listening to my intuition and doing this was the right move. I'm nervous. This is out of my comfort zone. I've been having events for years. I used to be in network marketing, direct sales, MLM, whatever you want to call it. They all say that it's not this or it's not that. They're all pretty much the same. I had a very large business for 13 years. I was the queen of events. I love having events. I'm great at getting butts and seats. I'm great at having events. I enjoy it. It's fun for me. And this is different. I've spoken in front of thousands and thousands of people on stages and blah, blah, blah. Well, this is different. I won't be speaking. I'm going to be doing what I talked about in this episode. I'm going to be in full expression with no explanation. No explanation. I'm going to be showing a side of me that many of these women have never seen. And I'm nervous about it. I'm going to be a beginner. So I'll let you know how that goes. And I hope this has been just a little appetizer for you to get you sort of prepped for salivating the idea of doing something you're not good at, something new, something different, welcoming people, questioning your decision, and also knowing that you're probably going to get tested along the way. And if things don't go the way you think they're supposed to go, knowing that that is probably just the chance for you to really claim it and choose it and not a sign that you shouldn't be doing it. All right, I'm going to go get myself ready for my surprise date with my honey and go dance my ass off at the pink concert. I love you so much and I will see you next week. Don't forget, always remember, stay committed to breathe, love yourself and surrender. Surrender.